Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Up Your Alley. It's a podcast where two best friends, that's me, my name is Taylor Edgar, and with me as always is my best friend Jake Baggett. Say hi Jake. Hey hello. We recommend things to each other and then we come back the next week to discuss them and give each other a score based on one to three on how much it is up our individual alleys. Right now we are going into episode, well we lost an episode. Yeah, so. dude, you got Episode me. 13 is... Uh, oh, that's why it was unlucky. It was an unlucky 13 episode. We should have just scrapped it. This podcast is now like a elevator in hotels. Yeah. It just skips we have 13. To skip 13 go All right. to so we'll call this episode 14. <laughs> Much better. Uh, I am in the lead right now with 31 points to Jacob's 30, but we'll see how yeah. that uh, ends up after we discuss our things we're going to be talking about tonight. The or whenever you're listening to this, it's tonight to us. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's a little late. We'll be talking about the 2018 video game Judgment. And also the Netflix documentary series Full Swing. But before we get into that, we're just going to catch up a little bit. Hopefully uh, you had a chance to listen to um, our episode that we uploaded on Monday, which was the first in our series of Up and Out, where we record ourselves on the way to the movie theater to go see a movie, and then we record on the way back. We went and saw Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. A fun little experiment, I have to say. So we got to hear our own... um, thoughts on the movie mm. <laughs> from each other uh mm. but then we went out and actually talked to some people jake what do you hear like i work people, with the kids the children the children and by children you mean people in their 20s high school high school and 20s yeah, yeah. around then and uh yeah they agree with us it's good it's we're nice. cool with the kids yeah nice we're still in league so it's just uh the guys our age that are on twitter that are very vocal about how <laughs> terrible this movie is that w- yeah because we were talking and he was like it's cool and then we were just talking about the stuff that we liked like bill murray showing up and things like yeah. that and we're like yeah i guess it was a lot more fun than i thought it than i remember it and I was yeah. Like, yeah 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 that sounds about right and then yeah i'd have to agree yeah the uh feedback that i got was uh one person said that they wish we had a camera so I, I know we get distracted. Well, it's not distracted when we're driving because mm. we were actually, I was paying attention to the road. <laughs> Good. But they said it would be kind of fun to have like a drive along dashboard camera. <laughs> like, I guess so. That could be fun. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, an idea. It's an idea. It's worth a try. Yeah. And I think the lav mics, they're not the best quality, but you know, yeah. this was kind of a. It was yeah, an experiment. It was a test run. Yeah, yeah. To see a proof concept to see if we can make it work. I think it worked out pretty well. Yeah, and I had fun. Uh, Ant-Man's doing pretty well. I think it's the. Uh, Top grossing of the Ant Man movies, wow! Um, for opening weekend, it had the holiday weekend and everything. Oh, like that's that. true. But yeah, and I, I think it really just comes down to Paul Rudd is just one of the most likable people. It's still so hard for me to accept him when he gets angry. It when does he get right. angry? When he oh, we made a deal type stuff. Oh, sound like Ray Romano. Yeah, but I, yeah, that was a horrible Paul Rudd <laughs> that was Spot on, Paul Rudd. It's like he's here. <laughs> Well, when he like gets his vengeance, it's just like that's, when he's yelling at Kang. That's Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh, yeah, other than that, we got. Uh, well, we're recording this on Thursday, the twenty third. Mm-hmm. Smack dab in Lent. Do you do Lent? No, of course not. You don't do Lent. Of uh, course not. Of course not. Absolutely. You not. don't give up anything for forty days. Why? I don't understand it at I all. Don't know. It's just one of those things yeah. like New Year's resolutions. Do you have Catholic? No, in but you? I'm stroking Catholic in me. Yeah. No, Southern, that's what it would be. Southern Methodist, sir. I, I don't even know what religion I grew up with. Christianity. That works. that much. Yeah, well, it's a Lent thing. Yeah, I just didn't know. It's because it's one of those things like it always felt like a giving things up for Lent felt like a reset for when you already messed up your New Year's resolution. <laughs> Take two. It's like, all right, well, all right. late February, let's try something else. All right, no fish, 40 days. I got this one. Uh, no, it's no meat, but you can have fish on Fridays. 
Is that a that's a Catholic thing? thing. Oh, yeah. I think I don't know. I'm not Catholic. I have no clue. Absolutely yeah. no. <laughs> no. Well, I was just look, looking for content, Jake. But thanks for just shooting that one down. I appreciate it's it. really hard. Yeah, I know that. Uh, it's Mardi another Gras, late. It's another late night episode. So, would you do Mardi Gras? Now? I've done Mardi Gras. No, I mean like now. Now? Yes. At our age, it's, would you want to go? It's to... two days after Mardi Gras is over. I'm asking you a question. <laughs> if I would go next year, yeah. Would you want to go next year? Like if we could, maybe. Really? Yeah. I don't know. You I don't say know that like have, you have uh, a plan. No, I'm saying it like I don't. If we even like got the funding for it, I, I mean, don't even think I could make the energy. I went when I was twenty or twenty-one years old. Right. Like, it, it was fun. Yeah. But I mean, I, I'm just, good. I think I'm good. Right. Yeah. I think I'll see. I go to Louisiana when it's not like that. Yeah. New Orleans and just check out the fun little. If there's any part of that trip that I would want to redo, it would be going back down to Baton Rouge because we went to Baton Rouge. Um, because I have my buddy that we went to see went to LSU, mm. and but we went there obviously in the winter. I'd love to go back down for a football game in the fall or something like that. Oh yeah, that just seems like a lot more fun. Probably it's a lot more local and less touristy. Also, uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, birthplace of Raisin Cane's chicken fingers. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I had Raisin Cane's for the first time uh, last year. Change the world, didn't it? It was delicious. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was uh, surprising. Yeah. But yeah. I oh could, God, I, I would, love a good chicken finger. I've got a Raisin Cane's hat. I know. It's a really weird purchase that you have. <laughs> oh, it was a really weird gift that I got for Christmas. Oh. Yeah. Just Merry one of those Christmas. things like, oh, they know me really <laughs> yeah. well. What a grab. He's got a head and he likes chicken fingers. I bet he'll love this Raisin Cane's. He's gotta love Raisin Cane's. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh Oh, that's the other thing. Um so we did our first little spin off, the up and out. Uh, and I think I mentioned this on the Up and Out episode. Mm-hmm. We're also going to be recording. I think we'll record it early next week at some point. Sure. I don't know when we'll put it out. But our first uh, list- listener recommendation for the film, uh, Boon Raku. Yes. Which, uh, let me find out if that's streaming anywhere. Just uh, just so we can see if anybody else. Because yeah. uh, our listener was uh, kind enough to donate us a yeah, couple copies, copies. Which is amazing. Blu-ray. I uh, really appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, vamp for a minute while I try to figure out if it's streaming anywhere. I be... don't know anything about Bunraku other than it has Josh Hartnett in it, and I have not seen him do anything in a very long time. It's got the the Hellboy guy in it too, doesn't it? Ron Perlman? Yeah, Hellboy, first Hellboy. Yeah. No, they're doing another Hellboy. Yeah, I know. Second with Hellboy another uh, actor. Apparently it's going to be youngerish Hellboy, like in the 50s. What is going on? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it looks like you can get it for two ninety nine on YouTube. Oh. Yeah. So it's okay. 2011 movie, Bunraku. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be recording that. That's our first uh, listener submitted thing. I would like, I, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. And then y'all send in your other listener uh, suggestions and we'll check this out. It doesn't have to be yeah. a movie. It could be a TV show. It could be a we YouTube video. One from we did. Sarah yeah. to watch. Yeah. The uh, Bobcat uh, Goldway. Goldway movie. Yeah. Clown. Yeah. We'll check that one out too eventually. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So let's get into tonight's episode today when at this episode this episode gotta love the late night episodes i know right we're gonna go off the rails I we f- worked so hard today and I we feel have it. to get it all back together yeah we'll, we'll make it work <laughs> we'll make it work uh who's going first this time let's see we did mr beast last last time yes then that episode's gone and i yeah. can't prove it's mr beast's fault but also <laughs> show me evidence jimmy that's very true uh so i guess we'll do We'll do um, mine first this time, just to keep, yeah keep the continuity and yeah. everything like that. Keep how we're doing our sure. stuff. So uh, Jake's recommendation for me this week was it says here that it was released in twenty eighteen in Japan, twenty nineteen worldwide. Yeah, uh, the video game Judgment. Yeah, one word Judgment. 
Just judgment. Just judgment. Judging everything. I think it's called something else in Japan, something with eyes, because you understand. I mean, there's a bunch of weird eyes and, like, shattered glass on the... Yeah, but, like, the murderer, like, pokes out your eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah, so give a thing about, uh, like, a little spiel about what this game is and why you recommended it. I can't even remember the dude's name. Pop right out of my head. But uh, you play a private detective. He used Mm -hmm. to be a lawyer, and you just take these little odd jobs... Mostly, but then you stumble into something that your old lawyer buddies need help right. with, which is the murder. The main of some character's guy. name is uh, Takayuki Yagami. Yes, so, uh, Yagami. Ca- Yagami. So yeah. everyone calls him uh, Tak, basically. Yeah. yeah, Tak, and then Yagami. Who looks just quintessential cool guy, cool Japanese guy. He's got a deep, I love his hair. Deep neck, white t-shirt, black leather jacket over top of it. The purest of tight white. Jeans. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like the it's not a V neck, but it's a scoop it's a enough very neck. I, yeah, we're both cut. making. I just we're, just, we're, we're both, both making, doing it. <laughs> with our we're trying. It was so <laughs> like, if you when you've got the the anime pec muscles, you could just yeah, see that pec see the, cleavage, uh, the perfect amount. Of yeah, it. he he looks great. Yeah, I love he's his got hair. the perfect hair. And he looks like one of the he's skinny as yeah, hell. He just looks like a an anime guy. Like obviously, but, it's yeah. a, a video game. They're but, not going for a realistic look or anything so, like that. It's very stylized, but it's very classic. You know, yeah, cool Japanese guy. He looks awesome, and uh, everyone smokes. Uh huh. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> part of the uh, underground concert. criminal underground yeah. element of it is everybody smokes. So yeah, and you're uh, Yagami is gonna sol- uh, help his old lawyer buddies solve this weird crime where um, somebody was yeah, uh, someone's killing off Yakuza. Eyes poked out. Yeah. So and this is like, the got to look into that. This is the second recommendation you've done for me that's Yakuza adjacent. Yes. After um, I want to get you into it. I mean, you're you're, you're trying. It. Yeah, you can keep kicking this it's, water uphill. It's my favorite. So this is the yakuza, not the the term or mm-hmm. the type of people, but the yeah. the video game series, like a dragon. This is the first one I've played of these. Yes, mm-hmm. um, I played it for probably about four or so hours. Nice. It it gets you um, hooked pretty quickly. I will yeah. say this: if you uh, if you just boot up the game, and I noticed this, Jake gave me his copy, but if you have PlayStation uh, Plus or Unlimited, whatever it is, the thing that you pay every month, mm-hmm. and it makes games I free. I can't remember what it's but, called. Yeah, yeah, they have like three different tiers now. Yeah, stuff. so uh, that's it's available there, too. Or Jake will let you borrow it when I'm done with it. Um, yeah, you guys can borrow it. Yeah. <laughs> we have that standing thing. If you write us an email, and say, hey, can yeah, I borrow we'll that? Borrow yeah, we'll, fi- <laughs> we'll, fi- we'll figure it out. <laughs> so uh, get you hooked. Like It's, uh, I guess, a little bit of a flashback, and uh, talk is... A hotshot defense attorney. Yeah, and, and that's when he looks like a standard phones, salary man. Phones dude. ringing off the hook at mm-hmm. the law firm, and because yeah. he had just got a client acquitted. Yeah, and apparently the conviction rate was ninety nine point nine percent. Yeah, right. Said, Is that true in Japan? I have no clue. But apparently you have to really work uphill. I mean, a ninety nine point nine percent anything rate is suspicious. <laughs> yeah. They want you. Yeah. They know they got you, I, I guess. I feel like it should be all or none. Like, that's just a <laughs> yeah. weird number to come down to. It's like bacteria. They want to say just a little bit's left over so well, that's, that you don't that's say 100%. You can't, that's something you can't quantify because you can't count exactly how many bacterium <laughs> are on your hands at any given point. So they could just say that and prove them wrong. And then they'll take <laughs> it off the fucking bottles. Uh, but he gets a guy off of a murder charge. And then while the phone's ringing off the hook and everyone's like, oh, I want Yagami-san yeah. to defend me and yada, yada, yada. That guy goes and kills his girlfriend and burns her in his apartment. Yeah. And so he quits being a lawyer. He's got that, you know, that grizzled – he becomes kind of a private detective. It's a little 
uh, film noir like detective. Yeah, he's got the chain smoking uh, muscle partner mm-hmm. who was like a former mobster and everything like that. It's got a real Chinatown vibe to it. Sure, the, the sure. film Chinatown. Yeah, yeah, sure, and a little brighter. Well, I mean, just like, that vibe just is like, like yeah. you know, the grizzled detective, like private tone, eye, but yeah. everything like that. The type of character he is, yeah, I can right. see it. Working uh-huh. with and above and below the law and yeah. doing all sides. And then, oh, Jesus Christ, Japanese conviction rate. Extremely high conviction rate is a major characteristic of Japanese criminal trials. Approximately 99.9%. Hey, look at that. <laughs> wow. So it's working off some uh, hold, true stuff. Hold on. <laughs> is this a tangent we're going to go on now? Yeah. Well, because it says people also ask. Thanks, Google. Oh, by the way, this podcast is a Google podcast. <laughs> Bing, if you want to throw us some money, <laughs> I'll start banging stuff on the podcast. Start being a default. People also ask, why is the Japanese conviction rate so high? Scholars say the biggest reason for Japan's very high conviction rate is the country's low prosecution. Oh, so oh. they don't prosecute you unless they've got you dead to rights. Yeah, okay. Okay, now I'm on board with this conviction rate. Okay. So they don't that arrest makes a lot more They sense. don't arrest you unless they're 100% yeah. sure. And then that's when they're, they're not going to ah, Did shit. you ever watch the Making the Murderer no. thing on Netflix? Oh wait, that's with the uh the kid that the they kids. pull in and he's like I just want to go watch wrestling and they're like oh well just sign this paper. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm like okay, so that all right, Japan's doing good for that. you Japan. Good yeah. for you Japan. I guess. Fix, <laughs> fix the necks on your white t-shirts, but other than that, <laughs> all right. That looks great. I don't know why you want that fixed. Good. Oh man. <laughs> it's probably because i know i can't pull it off yeah it's we like, don't know until we try can I t- so um i think i mentioned this on the last podcast i got my amazon try on stuff yeah right i tried to make the denim jacket work yeah three times <laughs> <laughs> i am so not denim jacket guy. <laughs> it's not working out like at one point i just put it on to walk down and get the mail yeah. And I just caught myself in a mirror, and I'm just like, who are you kidding? <laughs> Why are you living this lie in your denim jacket? Hey, you went out there, you took a... I didn't go out there. I didn't no, make it past I the hall mirror. Like in a metaphorical sense. I clicked You something. took a step out of your that's what comfort this, zone. Yeah, that's what this podcast is doing to me. Yeah. yeah. And hey, that's really cool. You found not, something out that doesn't work for you. Not a denim jacket. I told guy. you it needs to be a black denim jacket. That's the only thing. I think I'm just going to stick with these hoodies, man. You cannot go blue jean denim. For a jacket. It, it was full on like uh, Born in the USA Springsteen. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's nobody wears good, that. It's not a good look Unless you wrap like a marble pack of cigarettes up your sleeve uh, like a greaser, it's not going to look good on you. I could do that. Uh. <laughs> the game. The game. The game. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So it does have a, a good bit of like that. And then it's uh, story driven. You cut to you working as a, a private eye. Mm-hmm. You get hired by your old boss, like you said, yeah, to help defend a Yakuza gangster who's being convicted of one of three murders. There are three murders, and they think it's a serial killer. Oh, yeah. this is kind of why the 99.9% conviction. Okay. So there are three yeah. crime uh, criminals that have all been murdered, and all of their eyes have gouged out. Yeah. And the cops are connecting one of them to one guy. Yeah. And you're okay. def- defending that guy. Is that the only case that? Because I, I haven't beaten the game. Is that the only case that's in the game? Is no. The whole game. That one. What, case? The whole ca- the whole game revolves around that case. Around that case. Yes. So that's uh-huh. it's not like that's part one, and then you move on. It's not. No. That's not like a mission. The whole game is this case. Okay. It, it, like it opens up Pandora's box type thing. Gotcha. Like, gotcha oh gotcha. wow, there's a whole lot more stuff going on because of this. Yeah. And who are defending? And who's involved? And right. What's going on? Yeah. And it's a lot of um, kind of, you know. Boil plate, step and fetch it. It's like, oh, go to this office. And then you talk to this person. Yeah. And then see if you see anything out of the ordinary. And then there's a security camera with 
bright orange tape all around it and you hover over that and you're like, I think that's out of the ordinary. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of those that, moments when you're in first person and you're doing the detective uh, work? Honestly, it's, um, I think, I think the games that did that best for me were especially um, Arkham Origins. I would and have to agree. Well, I would just say I haven't played the Arkham, Arkham Origins. But Arkham the Arkham games, games. are great. Yes. Arkham Origins in particular because it doesn't – this kind of spoon feeds you. Mm. Because there's an audio cue. If you just move your thumbstick over the entire you know search area, yeah. so to speak, your guy just goes, oh. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, it was there. And then you just go to it and then a bright and pop. It was one of the things where it was a little bit too easy to be fun. Yeah. It just seemed like something you had the to do. The only game that I played that I really enjoyed the detective system was Condemned Criminal Origins 2. What the hell? For the PlayStation that? 3. It's a really old game, but it's very good. And you would be talking to your partner over the phone, and you'd see like a blood splat on the floor, mm-hmm. and then it's, you see it dragged off. And she'll ask a question like, What do you think this is? And What's you have that? like a multiple choice oh. answer. And you'd be like, uh, he must have fell over and uh, blood fell out of him. Or, like, he was stabbed here and this is where he fell and he dragged himself. Or, like, the killer dragged him when he fell. Oh, so you can kind of... And you choose... And you just you guess wrong. Yeah. Huh. And she'll be like, no, you stupid idiot. He, he was stabbed and then he fell and then they dragged him. You just don't get as much points. And you can use the points to upgrade your fighting abilities and stuff. So, so there's stronger. something... Yeah, there's something like that in this, too. Because it's uh, you can get through question like you're questioning witnesses and stuff. Yeah, you can get through it faster by asking the pertinent questions. Yes, and I kind of like that. You know, you get Me a little too. dopamine kick where you're like, ah, you're like I did it. Yeah, I asked the good stuff like yeah. a smart lawyer does. Yeah. Instead of just being like, hold on a second, hold but, on, I got another, one more question. But while you're walking around this little area of Tokyo, which is a little mini open world, like it's not, you know, it's Kamarocho. not Red, it's not Red Dead Redemption, but you got a little town. Kamarocho is a character itself in Yakuza. It's in every single Yakuza game. It's like how New York City is a character in Sex in the City. Yeah, exactly. It sucks so much. Kamarocho. Okay. Regardless. Yeah. <laughs> um, while you're doing that, just random street thugs attack you, and then it turns into a Streets of Rage fighting game. Yeah. A really good beat em up. Yeah, but why? Because you are a master of martial arts. It does, but. And it's. It, you, what you're not you don't think up, that takes you out of the detect, hard-nosed detective story? If you're like, oh, now three guys, because I turned a corner, three guys are attacking me, so I'm going to beat them in the face with a traffic what cone. What you're not picking up is... A traffic cone to hit somebody is, in the face. Is, That's what I picked up. I ran into a bike so much, the bike exploded. Yeah. Isn't that the fun part? Is it the guess. collision stuff? I'm just saying it's, it, it's a weird thing that... What you're not picking up is that this game is an RPG. It, it, that's a random encounter type thing. Right. You know, it's the same thing like if you're playing Final Fantasy and you just end up killing 13 chocobos on your way to the, your next place. Right. You know, it that doesn't make much sense. I under, I understand. So it's just like, hey. But it really takes me out of the hard-nosed detective style really? story. <laughs> but it also... Because the story is the story's super intriguing. Like yeah. I, I'm not done. I will. I'm going to say this right now. I will finish this game. Sweet. Because I I want to. Nice. Because I'm I'm curious and I didn't yeah. want to look up like a let's play. And it's or anything kind of like important that, that uh, Yagami is a really good uh, ass kicker. Yeah, and yeah. I mean I have uh, like so I also think that that's a good uh, foreshadowing to it. Is that yeah. you know there's times when people come out there and they're like, hey, uh, we're here to kill you, and he's like, but uh, you're not. Okay, like come at me. <laughs> yeah, and he just like. It capacitates dozens of people. You yeah. Know? Well, yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting game. Um, right. 
also it's not it's not something I would have picked up on my own. So mm-hmm. you know, the whole point of this podcast yeah. is trying new stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Also, Kamurocho is supposed to be like the super duper bad city in uh, Japan. Japan. So that's Seems where everybody nice is. Uh, that's why everybody comes up and picks on you and yeah. want to fight. Well, Back in the old Yakuza games, they actually had dialogue where they'd be like, hey, I'm pretty sure you stepped on my sneaker. And then you beat the crap out of him. He's like, I'm sorry, it was probably somebody else. And they'll hand you like $800. <laughs> Those were the good old days. That's such a play. Hey, my, my bad. Here's yeah. the money. For... Yeah, they would give you stupid stuff. He's like, I got a couple of used napkins you can walk away with. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know what crimes are in Japan, but they're like, oh, you have to beat these guys up fast enough, otherwise the cops will show up. And I'm like, hey, you want to keep that 99% conviction rate? (laughs) These guys came around a corner and started assaulting me. Why don't I just wait until the cops show up? (laughs) You don't get the point. Because let me tell you, the cops are doing their job most of the time when they show up, but then they also have a very laissez-faire thing of someone was murdered in this alley two nights ago. Feel free to just walk back there, whatever yeah. you want. Like it's you still an open crime scene because you, uh... you're investigating it, and you can just walk out and like talk to people. Hold on, buddy, don't go back there. Okay, yeah. there's a dead body. Oh, this guy with no credentials. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's really gross. Like some guy got his his eyes. It's fucking cool. You the police are back? flagging people down. Yeah. Like you got to see this. You, you kids want to see some shit. <laughs> <laughs> this guy got his eyes. Beyond out. how it takes you out with the fighting. What did you think of the fighting? The system? fighting. It, I guess maybe it's because I'm probably too early in the game but it was pretty easy yeah like in you know it's was kind it of fun? like i like the yeah, at one point it. i got a little lock picking mini game and i'm like oh okay yeah uh-huh. flying a drone looking through windows yeah. and stuff like that and the, that's pretty fun the world opens up there's going to be a lot of uh sub stories like different yeah. stories for people different yeah, some, investigations that you do that are just smaller investigations and uh like you can play stupid mini games you know go yeah. to uh, sega oh excuse me go to sega arcade and Play old arcade games. Yeah, what's nice to see is Sega doing all the Yakuza games. Yeah, good for Sega. Uh huh. They're hanging in there. This is like their flagship game now. I haven't played that open world Sonic. Me neither, but I'm actually intrigued. Yeah. No, I actually really do want to check it out. Yeah, good for Sega though. Yeah, hell yeah. So, uh, was this just something that, or why would you recommend this one to me over any of the other Yakuza games? Like, is it just the crime detective story? No, simply because it's dubbed. That's it. That's it. If I had to read this, I probably would not have done. See, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking, if you can get into this and enjoy the story and the characters, yeah, uh, maybe you could push through some subs to I mean, start it, playing some Yakuza. It was dubbed just for, you know, they didn't try to change any of the uh, modeling to make them look like they're speaking English. Yeah, sure. It's full um, on old school Godzilla movies where, sweet, you know, their mouth moves for eighteen syllables and they're like. And you okay. Just watch their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just try and work the English on top of it. But yeah, the American voice actors did a great job. I'm sure the Japanese yeah, they voice have really actors good, knock it out of the park. I'm pretty sure Steve Blum is in it, the guy who does the voice for Spike in Cowboy Bebop. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm like definitely sure that he's in it. Oh. You're, you'll you'll see him. Okay. Because you'll hear him. You'll be like, oh my god, <laughs> I know that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll give this one. I give this one a two. All right. It's a good two. Yeah. Sweet. Didn't. You know, because you still did recommend me Stardew Valley, and that's, you know, I'm still playing that game. That's the tip right there. Yeah. I don't see myself staying up and (laughs) playing this game late. Mm. But it is something, I I do like the little structure where it's kind of, it does have pretty cut and dried breakpoints in it. Yeah. It's like you talk to somebody, and then you're like, okay. And then it's like, well, the game says, why don't you go to bed? Yeah. Yeah, I I probably should just go to bed. And the really cool thing is when something does, like, 
take time. Like they're like, you need to get to this place fast. Mm-hmm. The music does pick up and it's yeah. like, go, 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 go. But it's not like, here's a time limit. Right. It just like gives you that uh, sense of urgency. Yeah. That urgency yeah. that like, I, I better start moving. And that's, I think they do a really good job yeah. with that. No, because it's, if it it's was great. timed, the, I would have lost The world's my great. Mind. The, the controls are a little clunky and everything like that, like for running around and then you have to do like the parkour, chasing people down and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That's still a little clunky, but it, it's manageable. It doesn't. After you beat this, you can play Lost Judgment. We'll the second one. We'll see. Mm-hmm. That I one. might not. That one, you have you have to infiltrate a high school because it's a bullying case that you're working on. Are you the same guy? Yeah. That's like, Yagami again. Uh-huh. And you're in a high school? Yeah, you got to go to high is school. It, is it just 21 Jump Street? Uh, no, you are a... Teacher? Club uh, sponsor. Like Lee? Detective club sponsor. Detective club sponsor? That's yeah, his they full have name? a detective club, and he's like the uh, adult oh, sponsor for it. I thought that was like his fake name. His no. last name was club sponsor. <laughs> hey, I'm club sponsor. Hi, I'm detective club sponsor. But, you can, but like all the clubs need help, so you go to like the robotics club to help them with the robots. You go to the uh, fighting game club to help them did with ever, the fighting games. Did you ever play Rockstar's Bully? Yeah, hell yeah. So it's just very reminiscent. This meets but Bully? if you were the adult <laughs> making sure that things ran well. All right. It's, I like Lost Judgment a lot more than Judgment, but they're both very good games. The last thing based at a Japanese high school that you recommended to me was overtly sexual. I'm <laughs> not a fan of it. This one's not sexual. Well, I would hope not. He's a teacher. There might be some stuff I missed. All right, so Judgment gets a two. I think... I'll take you, it. I'm if, excited that you're playing this. If, yeah, if you're like me, you know, not a hardcore gamer, but you know, I'll play the AAA titles, and I do enjoy my video games. Yeah, and the AAA, well, these Japanese type games, uh, still yeah, shit still, that I'm absolutely into. That you still don't really not touch. my favorite type yeah. of game. Yeah, but no, I'm happy that you're touching this it. This one's fun, and yeah. it's a, a linear story, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Uh, moving more and more. You and I have talked about this off mic. You know, open world games where you're leveling up and crafting and doing all this stuff, mm. it really needs to have a solid story for me to, you know, get involved in it. I feel you. Because I do have the attention span. Like, I've, I tried again with Witcher th- Witcher 3. Yeah. Still nothing, huh? Yeah, we, still, we even talked about this because you even nothing. got up to the Bloody Baron part, and it yeah. was... Still it nothing. didn't grab you. And no, that's like, there's just too much to do and not and enough to hold my like, interest. Yeah, and I was like, if it didn't grab you by Bloody Baron, it's probably right. not going to grab you after that. I know it's kind of hypocritical because one of my favorite games ever is Red Dead 2. And that's as open-ended almost as you can get from yeah. the jump. You can kind of just fuck off and do whatever you want. But you really enjoy the story. Yeah, I do. You really enjoy the characters. So yeah, Judgment uh, gets a two. It's on PlayStation Pla- Pass. Play it for a little bit. It's got, I would say, like an hour-long prologue. Yeah. A lot that kind of gets you going. That, and yeah, you know, you can pick up. up. And you, can, you can see what you're in for with that. Yeah. So you get a two. I'll take a two. So now we're going to talk about my recommendation for Jake, which was yeah, yeah. a... Uh, documentary series on Netflix called Full Swing. It was um, a documentary about last year's PGA Tour and a lot of the golfers and stuff that went on. Mm-hmm. Um, Netflix had done a documentary, I think it was two years ago, um, about F1 drivers. I forget what it was called. Uh, mm. Drive to Survive. Mm. And Did I you was- watch that? No, I watched okay. clips of it, like highlights, and but it was basically what they did with the PGA or what they did with F one for that, where they mm-hmm. kind of focus on drivers and you know really good shots of the events, and then broadcast of the events, and um, you know mm-hmm. uh, the actual what you would see on TV of the okay. event, and then they would cut away to the Netflix camera and show the behind the scenes. They did that with golf right. last I will, year. I'll say, uh, watching this documentary, I might actually want to check out an episode of that F one. 
yeah. uh, documentary. How many episodes of this did you watch? One. You watched I'll, the first one? I watched the first one. All right, so you watched Frenemies. Yes, Frenemies. With, oh, I really wish you had gotten to the second one. But okay, that's uh, fine. With their name Steve, uh, Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas. And the other one. Jordan Spieth. Spieth. Yeah. There it is, Spieth. So um, when it starts, it feels like you must be into golf, you know, to really yeah. pick up what's going on. And then it's, I would say, like, they're interesting guys. It's pretty cool mm-hmm. that they're both really good at golf and they grew up together. Right. And, like, the competitive spirit. I like the stuff that they say about it where they ask them questions like, which one's more important, beating your friends or winning the tournament? And he's like, well, if I'm winning the tournament, I'm going to be beating my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was, it took a while for me to get into the show. Right. You know. It probably wasn't until they started doing the PGA Tour stuff. Right. They mention that, uh, what was it, uh, Saudi Arabia? Uh, yes. They're starting up a new Yeah, uh, they get into touring. that in like episode three, because that's when players start to sign contracts. Yes. I am, they, yeah, titillize that a lot. And I was actually like, I really uh, hope they go, go into this. You I'm, should watch episode three of that. I'm episode actually three interested. was called Money or Legacy. I'll tell you, I am interested in seeing more of this show. Yes. Yes. Because when it did pick up in the tour, that's when it was like interesting. So your, your background with golf, you didn't play it much. I I went out to the links uh, now. Look at you with the lingo. Already. Twice. Went out, the, yeah, went out to the links. I went out to the links. I played... Uh, front nine mm-hmm. once, and I've played. You're nailing the lingo. Yeah, and I've played a full eighteen guzzle. That's what we call it when you do a, a whole course. Oh yeah, I played a guzzle of with you. Yeah, you know, as a tur- as a tournament, we weren't really playing. It was a, but was we a, didn't it was lose. A, it was a charity best ball tournament. It was yeah. And, I think we uh, actually did. We might have lost. We did not lose. Did we we did not come in last? last. Our goal was to not come in last, and we didn't. My goal was just to have fun. No. Butters made sure that we were there <laughs> to not come in last. All right, yeah, but that was fun. But it it was fun because it, you go out there, you take a swing, and you hit the ball, and it goes the direction you want, and you're like, man, that was great. It's the best feeling in the world. Because it's right up there. Uh, you were all watching me, your brother, uh, yeah, our yeah. friend Butters, yeah. and you, and I just took a swing, and I hit it really well. Mm-hmm. You know, And I was like, okay. Smacked it. Yeah, we were all like... All right, maybe we won't be too terrible yeah. uh, this round. And I was like, cool. And yeah. once you start getting into that and like you start hitting these really cool ha- shots, you're like, this is really fun. And it's so, like, but you never watched professional golf. No, I've never, never sat through it. Never yeah. once. And I, I grew up with it. That's just always on in the house on the weekends. That's something that we talked about was yeah. my dad was a NASCAR dad. Your dad was a golf dad. Golf dad, yeah. So these were sports that they would turn on and take a nap mm-hmm. during and then wake up. Did we talk about this on the, the deleted Mr. Beast episode? I don't know. I think we just talked about it, just oh. me and you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I just couldn't get into NASCAR. I didn't see anything for it. But no, actually being out on the course yes. gave me like – a lot more interest in what golf is. So the reason I recommended this to you, and I'm happy to hear that you're going to watch a little bit more of it, yeah, is because it really does uh, get into the mindset. You see it in this first two episodes where uh, these people, obviously, they're doing it at the, uh, the highest level in yes. the world. And like, it's crazy to watch like videos of them as babies mm-hmm. getting golf clubs and like swinging. Yeah. And they're really like, yeah, I, I wanted to play since I was, you know. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> yes. As soon as I was vertical, I'm holding the yeah, golf club. It's like, wow. But I know you even got that because after we played in that tournament two years ago or whenever it was, yeah. uh, 
you already caught the bug. And I know it's. I really picked this for you because the weather's starting to get nice. It was fucking seventy-five degrees today. It was gorgeous mm, out. Yeah, it was wonderful. I was thinking the exact same thing yeah. you were about to say right now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, if I could put this, you know, if I could incept him a little bit, I'm mm. like, oh, we're gonna get Jake golfing this spring. Yo, I was it's gonna be some fun content. I was driving into work today, and the weather was beautiful. And yeah. I was like, we could have been at a course but today. <laughs> what I'm saying with that bug of yours is like, you just, I would see it. You would hit a ball, and it go really well, and you're smiling. But then the flip side of that is also really important is yeah. when you hit the ball and you know you can do better, mm-hmm. you're just like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> what am I – like, talk so, to yourself. And I love the behind the scenes of the golfers in this because you yeah. do hear them. Yeah. The golfers have mouths on yeah. them. Like, in – I think it's episode two. focuses on this guy named Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka had a crazy run uh, a couple years ago, four or five years ago, yeah. where there are four major tournaments every year. He won four majors inside of two years. Okay. Like, just, wow. he had this meteoric rise, and wow. he was the number one golfer yeah. in the world. Like, that's an insane amount of golf. Yes, but then, since then, he kind of fell off. Like, oh, yeah. he hasn't won another major since then. He's only won a couple other small like he, tournaments. he wasn't playing, or he just wasn't playing well? He just wasn't playing well. He wasn't winning. Shit. Like, he shot up so quickly, everyone's like, oh, he's the next Tiger Woods. He's the next oh, big thing in golf. Oh, damn. And he's just such a bro. Yeah. Like, oh, for real? He's such a bro. <laughs> I love him so much. Like you just see him, and he's just like hanging out. I remember seeing this in the uh, in the uh, previews. Yes, for it, and he does seem like a very interesting dude. Yeah, he's he's got. It's all based on him and his wife. And his wife just flat out says, "She's like, well, how'd you guys meet?" She's like, "Oh, I went into his DMs." And I'm like, "All right, <laughs> go, girl." Like you got the nice house in Jupiter, Florida, where you episode, don't have to pay taxes. Episode one sets it up like it's going to be Justin Thomas and Spife Spieth. Spieth. What a weird Spieth. last name. Spieth. Yeah. Like, this is going to be like a head-to-head tournament against them mm-hmm. while we go into it. And the tournament starts, and Spieth falls mm-hmm. out. Yeah. He was like 45th. Yeah. But Justin Thomas was like tied for fifth. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was like interested. Yeah. When the the entire episode was like, forget about the spread of his stuff. Look at Justin Thomas. He's, he's yeah. nailing it. And he was. Well, and, that's one of the things when you're recording a sports documentary, you know, it's not, it's not scripted. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, wouldn't you it be great? How the Netflix producers are probably like, how fucking great would it be? Yeah. If these guys were like battling it out. What to do? It's yeah, everything about them. It's like, well, Jordan took a shit. Yeah. Uh, where's our second <laughs> yes. act of this episode? <laughs> he was out, but the Justin Thomas was doing amazing. Yeah. And he, and just listening to his thought process while he's doing it. And, you know, you just see that he's, like, only four feet away from the hole for a putt. Yeah. And he's like, you have no idea, how, like, how nervous you are at that moment, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, this is it. If yeah. I think this, it's over. Like, I'm winning. He's like, so all this pressure is right here, right now. Yeah. He's like, he sinks it, but he's like, it's fucking scary. It's nuts. So that's when things were getting, like, really, really interesting to me. Yeah. When that dude was hitting balls like insanely well i will say this it's not a it's not a documentary series that you need to sit down and focus on yeah like you could you could be doing something else and have this on in the background right uh so what you had mentioned a little bit is and they get into it in this documentary series it's kind of one of those things that just sort of fell into their lap i'm sure there were already rumblings about this so that's probably why netflix wanted to make the documentary series yeah as uh, so there's live golf live uh, yeah L-I-V. which is a rival golf league to the pga because the pga is you know it's a it's a private thing like the nfl it's like yeah. but if the nfl was made up of one-man teams and anyone right. could you know uh-huh. if there was a leave that league that was paying different amounts of money they'd right. go play in the nfl over there go to the xfl which has a game tonight actually 
XFL? XFL's back. Are you... What? Yeah. <laughs> the Rock owns it now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, we've got a team here in uh, D.C. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're going to go see an XFL game. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah we're so into that. Um, so, Live Golf is... Their main thing is, and they kind of, I think they get into this in the first episode with golf, or it might be in the second one because the second episode is called Winner Go Home. The, so you have a cut, and if you miss the cut in golf, after it's a four days for a tournament. Yeah. And if you miss the first two days, you don't get shit. You don't get money. Yeah. Like you just, you have to fly out there on your own. You're an independent contractor. You fly out there under your own Ooh. dime. Yeah, uh, yeah. Granted, yeah. not really because all these guys are sponsored. Bra- they're branded yeah. up like NASCAR drivers mm-hmm. are, except it says NetJets on their, you know, collar of their polo and shit like that. Yeah. So they don't really have to pay, but they don't get money unless they play well. You got to win that tournament. Live Golf yeah. has guaranteed money, and there are some golfers like Ian Poulter and Phil Mickelson that were kind of Phil on the decline. Mickelson, they went, yeah, yeah. He's lefty. the big name that I knew that was going to live. Yes, yeah, and that's because they talked about that in the first. God, one. he's he's in his fucking fifties now. He's not going to win another major in the PGA, but I think he got a. Let's see how much money he got. Hold on one second, because they were talking about that in the first episode where he's kind of leaving a void. Yeah, being a big name, but he was golf. he was an elder statesman. Like he was an early rival yeah. of Tiger. Like mm-hmm. back in the you know two thousands, it was like who's going to win this week, Phil or Tiger? And mm-hmm. you know I was always a Tiger guy. So uh, Live Golf just for Phil Mickelson to come over there uh, got I'm two. Guess, oh no, go I ahead. was going to guess fifty million, but two hundred million. I was gonna. I started hearing you too. I was like, "Oh no, I'm way off." Okay, so <laughs> holy shit! Full disclosure: Live Golf is owned by the Saudi royal family. So, full disclosure: two hundred million dollars is a fuck ton of money to spend on golf on, on one a person. golfer, and that's that's not for if he wins. That's just for him to come for him play to for them. Be there, yeah. Holy. So, a lot of people like him. And in a later episode, you see Ian Poulter, who is, Ian Poulter is another great golfer. Yeah, and it's in an episode where it's called uh, "Money or Legacy." Because there's something called... Are you familiar with what the Ryder Cup is? No. Ryder Cup happens every two years, and it's a team of the best golfers from the United States versus a team from the best golfers of Europe. So okay. it's just U.S. versus Europe. Cool. Which is awesome, because yeah. you bring your whole continent. We got the boys. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Sounds fun. <laughs> Let's yeah. see what's going to happen. <laughs> and he was saying that if if you... The PGA had said golfers that go play for live, mm-hmm. they lose their PGA Tour card, they're suspended from any PGA events, anything like that, yeah. and the Ryder Cup's one of those. So he's like... Ian Poulter played on the Ryder Cup. He'd won the Ryder Cup, but he had never been a Ryder Cup captain, which is kind of usually an honorary title that they give to an older golfer. Okay. And you get to pick which one of the younger golfers you want. You okay. Know, what, you get to pick your team. Yeah. So basically, they make you captain in gym class, and you get to pick yeah. which guys you want on your team. <laughs> and it's a big thing, you know, if you're the Ryder Cup captain. You know, it's, a, it's an honorary thing. Yeah. There's only so many. People remember the captain. But he's like, year. do I take the money and, you know, basically set my family up for life? Because right before that, he was saying, you know, even as a famous rich person, he's like, I need to win this so I'm in the top 50 in the world so I can go to the Masters. And he fucks up, and you, know, like, you see him in his locker room, and he's, like, throwing clubs and everything. Then the next scene, he signs with Liv for, like, $50 million. Oh, boy. But it's like, oh, all right, and it kind of puts that little quandary up. It's like, do you go for the legacy? But at the same yeah. time, the PJ's like, oh, if you don't do well enough, we're not even going to pay you. So it's like, yeah. oh, fuck you. I'm going to go yeah. play for these guys. That's really – this is a really – WCW, but it's also uh, you know situation highly protested seeing. because it's owned by the Saudi government, who this may or may more... not chop journalists into tiny bits and <laughs> this is kill more people. WWE to AEW stuff a little bit where there's people that oh, may yeah. not be getting the notoriety that they. I don't want know. If I'm using BGA. this term correctly, but I feel Ian Poulter may have made a heel turn. 
and become the bad guy. When you heel turn, you turn heel. Yeah, that's what he did. <laughs> no. he, he used to be like the nice British turn, guy. That's in... like a move with your feet. You turn heel. That's oh, when you go okay. Bad. Well, semantics. <laughs> I was trying to be. You could. You could have let me have that. It's I'll fucking, let you have a little bit. It's eleven twenty at night. You could have let me have that one. You didn't have to call me out on it. But yeah, so... I want you to look good in front of our friends. <laughs> so there is a live golf event in DC. Holy. May 26th to the 28th. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know Liv would be in America. I oh, guess they're it's all a over. global thing. Huh? They're all Are they going to be using the same courses that uh, PGA uses? Uh, some of them, but the PGA is also like if you have a, if you host a Live Golf tournament, like some places that they have contracts with. Mm-hmm. Um, they're saying no, no. Like right now they're in Mayacoba in Mexico. Then they have one in Tucson, Orlando. Shout out. <laughs> and then they go to Adelaide in Australia, then Singapore. And Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, see, they're playing at Cedar Ridge. Cedar Ridge is a gorgeous course. <laughs> and then May 26th through the 28th, they are in Washington, D.C. Wow. Yeah. And I know you're not stoked about the Saudi government. <laughs> the D.C. one is at Trump National. <laughs> oh. oh. Boy, you're just really it's putting gonna shit be, on top of shit, huh? I want to go, but it's going to be protested to shit. Uh, There's going to be people outside. Yeah. And I just want to go watch golf. I don't I know. Was, would golf be interesting to watch in person? I've been to one golfing event. It was the AT&T National, which they used to do at Congressional, which is now called Trump National, I believe. I think it's the same fucking course. But, uh, yeah, it's a fucking blast. It's so much fun yeah? to go watch live. You'd have to walk from hole to hole. No, you just hang out at one hole. Yeah. And then they the golfers cycle through. Oh. So you just post up on one spot. All right. But Liv is trying to make it this. I was looking up the uh, tickets and everything. Yeah. First of all, you don't buy tickets. You can register interest. Okay. <laughs> Which I guess is they're trying to see what they could sell tickets Put for. Put it on a wish list. Yeah. So there's a, a thing for called the Birdie Shack, which is estimated ticket price between 165 and 230 bucks. We can make that work. Yeah, meager. Uh, this is what it comes with. Exclusive access to the Birdie Shack, a covered open-air venue with great views over the course. This package includes a live DJ, bar, <laughs> and party vibes. So does it cost more to get the DJ out of there? Coupons, <laughs> and an item of Live Golf branded swag. Ooh. They promise you vibes, Jacob. Party, I'll take the vibes. Party vibes. <laughs> but I will give you $50 to make sure that that DJ, that DJ doesn't keep leaves. doing <laughs> right, That's what we should look into. Like, we should... I would love to go see Live Golf. I would love to go see a golf just game. See it is. That's I, sure. I just wish it wasn't going to be at such a politically contentious place as I feel you. a Saudi golf thing at Trump National Fuck in Washington, D.C. <laughs> yeah. But... It's a golf course, and I get the golf courses are nice, but also fuck Trump. And that's Is his wife buried at that one? I have no idea. Oh, we should go. We should go on a no, classic. No, say, and it's late at night. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it would be fun to go. Yeah, I agree. I would actually do that. that maybe, we great. Could, maybe find something better to do. But so, <laughs> you do want to uh, play a little golf this year? Yes, definitely. Nice. I, at the very least, we should go to the driving range every now and again. No, it's more fun to be out on the course. Then I you feel get to you on that. Do everything like that. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. All right, so we're going to do live golf. What do you give a uh, full swing? You just watched the one episode. One I just watched eight. the one episode. I will be watching more episodes. Nice. But I will give it a two. Actually. Give it a two. I would say that you. I'll take that for a golf documentary yeah, for you. You have to have an interest in golf for this thing. And yes, even though but, they do have a lady there that's like 
being on par means that you are hitting the right amount of strokes to get it into the hole. Yeah, they kind of baby bird you for a yeah, little bit. I'm there. like, I, I got, it, I got. It. Yeah. I played hot shots golf, ma'am. Okay, hey, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> excuse okay. me. I know green and regulation. Okay, all right, all right. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. beyond that, if you have interest, it does give that romance that I enjoy in sports that makes me want to watch it. Which is, I don't know who Justin Thomas is now, mm-hmm. but I will root for him if yeah. I see him because. He's he's got a nice personality about him. He's he seems like a easygoing type of guy, and he gets hard on himself, but not to the point where, like he's like fuck this. He's just like I know I could have done better. I know I could have done better. And right. It's like that's kind of a cool guy to me. So yeah, learning this type of stuff, especially when I'm interested in golf, it was a very nice uh, introduction yeah. to these people. Definitely watch some more. There is uh... say his name one more time. Spieth. 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 Good luck, buddy. Like speed, but a th. Speef, speef. Thank you. That's my, that's gonna help. But man, yeah. but boy, uh, the, the documentary dropped him like hot coal. <laughs> the guy was gone. I will say at the end of the documentary, at the end of the episode, they're like, "So, uh, <laughs> your buddy, huh? <laughs> You're gonna love episode two. My favorite because, uh, like, I, I wasn't a big. I didn't really watch basketball growing up, so I didn't have. And I was, I, I think, I was also a little too young for Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh, just to be that star dominant athlete in a game. Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, I watch Space Jam and stuff, but you know, not really playing basketball. <laughs> That's and, why he's important to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in another episode, uh, I think it's episode two. Brooks is coming to the Masters, and there's another golfer, Scotty Scheffler, who they kind of put those two up against each other, and how different they are in their lifestyles and shit like that. Okay. Scotty Scheffler's kind of more of a everyman. He's really folksy. He okay. says a little prayer before he goes out on the tee box <laughs> and everything like that. And Brooks Kepka's just balling out of control. He's got like bleach blonde hair. And uh and then they're both talking and then it just shows Tiger Woods like come up and he's just all shoulders. Yeah. And they're like, Tiger, do you think you have a chance of winning this? week and he's like absolutely i do and i'm just like god damn it tiger go. <laughs> like i love tiger woods so much like if it wasn't for tiger woods i doubt i would care about as much about golf oh cool like i really just that's think, your michael jordan eh? oh 100 percent. tiger woods is my michael jordan like Sweet. he's probably one of probably my second favorite athlete of all time i don't know he cheated on his wife that's what and he, he took did. a five iron to his car and had his own issues and y- you don't want a hero that's perfect all the time <laughs> i don't i just you want someone to overcome adversity i just try and remember the controversy yes i didn't i couldn't remember it yeah well yeah he you know there's but allegedly some stuff really but also he okay. came back and he won the masters in 2019 <laughs> like wow. god damn it he's just so great i love tiger woods ea sports is looking at him again biting their lips being like Ooh, he's, in, him, he's in the game now it's we, i mean we put him back on the cover <laughs> he's not back but i mean it's he's tiger in the game Wood, again it's tiger woods golf all in but name only yeah of course yeah so yeah okay i'll take my two and we'll go play some golf so, sounds like that's a good a, plan yeah it's pretty good. We'll yeah. play some Yakuza. We'll do some lawyering. And we'll <laughs> play some golf. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's get into what we're going to be talking about next week. Uh, Jake, yep. what do you got for me all right. for next week? You've been giving me Australian funnies. And you've been giving me Japanese nonsense. Let's switch it up to some British funnies. Oh, we're going British funnies? I want you to watch Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Okay. It is on Let Amazon. Let's up right now. Prime. What's Marenghi's? Oh, shit. Pops right up. Yep. Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. It's 2004. Got, it's one of the first things Richard Iotti is in. Oh, from IT Crowd. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's a very funny 
show. They just Garth Marenghi has a book out that just came out called Terror Tome. Yeah, I bought it. So far, it's very funny. Okay, but uh, I think. You would enjoy this show immensely. Just six episodes. The British do it right. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Six episodes. You're in, you're out. But all of them are gold. Okay. And I think you're definitely going to love this. All right. Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. I'm watching it on oh, Amazon Prime Video. Right there. There it is. Uh-huh. Just pops right up. So uh, I have for you some more music. So hey. I've been trying to um, find some new stuff to listen to. Okay. Because I have felt kind of in a rut lately. And it I made me think about it when I w- listened to Times New Viking a couple weeks back from mm-hmm. you, and you said you popped up, uh, or Times New Viking popped up on your uh, Pandora. Pandora. So yeah. I've been kind of messing with the Spotify algorithm and trying to get some stuff that pops up. Yeah. And uh, this song came up by a band I had never heard of called Teleman, or Teleman, T-E-L-E-M-A-N. Okay. Uh, it's a British, uh, what genre are they calling themselves hey. with our silly genre names We're alternative go- rock slash indie pop we are getting into a british episode we are oh brits on brits on brits nice a great british this was natural too we were both off. just thinking uh yeah. give each other some britain stuff yeah let's go british <laughs> hello that's all i got <laughs> <laughs> had to had to try it give it a go give it a go hello <laughs> <laughs> you would stay them with it huh oh yeah <laughs> So uh, this band started in 2011. Wow! Um, just a trio, and the song that came on that I really liked—it's uh, their new single. It's called uh, "Trees Grow High." No, oh. and I was like, "Oh, that's cool! I want to listen to the rest of that album." The rest of that album's not off up yet. Okay, or it comes out in April, I believe. So I went back into their um, discography. Discography for their album that came out in 2018. It's uh, the album's called "Family of Aliens." Okay, Family uh, of Aliens. 2018 album by Telemann, Family of Aliens. And I really liked it because it that album, just going back a couple years, sounds a lot different. Like this new, I the new single that I listened to, it sounds like Kids by MGMT. Like it's just yeah. really nice, like kind of poppy, little electronic and just, you know. It, I enjoy MGMT. Yeah, it sounds good. But then I was like, oh, I wonder if their previous sounds like that. It's like, no. And the previous one sounds a little more uh, straightforward, rocky. Yeah, not as much electronic, but yeah, I definitely still, love it. I've listened to this it. album uh, probably five times since then. Hey, like, it's great driving you definitely music. Definitely dig it. Okay. Yeah, it's really good, and I've gone back and listened to more of their stuff. But the one album I want you to listen to, uh, 2018's "Family of Aliens" by Telemann. Okay. Yeah, so that's what we'll get into for next week. Uh, be sure to leave us a review and leave us a. Five-star rating, hopefully, on your podcast app of choice. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, at UpYourAlleyPod. Send us an email to UpYourAlleyPod at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the Up and Out special Quantumania episode that we did. Send in your listener, Rex, and maybe we'll get into it. Like uh, We're going to watch Bunraku, and we'll put that episode up probably sometime next week. Yeah. We'll get around to it. Nothing set in stone for that. (laughs) Uh, We'll have some golf content coming up. We've got some fun things planned. And wonderful, yeah. Once the spring gets here, we're going to try to start nailing some of this stuff out, and you yeah, know, we're going to make it fun. Let's do it, yeah, absolutely. So, as always, yeah, thanks guys for coming by. My name is Taylor Edgar. With me has been Jake Baggett. Say bye, Jake. Bye bye. Thanks for coming over and talking. Love you, buddy. I love you too, buddy. See you. <laughs>